Hey everybody, welcome to the Tech Edition Podcast. My name is Sergio, uh, I'm your host, I've got two fellows here, you can probably see them on your screen, there's James. Hey guys, how's it going? And somebody's got the stream running too, which is in the background. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> what, is that me? Is that me? Uh, I think it's you, it's, it's definitely you. <laughs> nope, it's me, it's me, it's going through my headphones, sorry, I'm a goober. Wow. But I'm honest about it. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. This is I, I've been absent a while. This is like my first my my first video live thing. So yeah, man, you've been on a, a bit of a hiatus. And I'm, I'm Clarence, by the way. How you doing? Oh, hi. That's Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Internet Land. Oh man, being live is so nerve wracking. Like pressure. Really? Why is it no, nerve wracking? You just no, go through and we just do. You can't edit out my tomfoolery, <laughs> which makes but it that's all part better. of the appeal. Is us oh, goofing off, you know? I mean, oh, such a well. Anyway, speaking of tomfoolery, I'm first up with the topics. Oh, let's jump into news, <laughs> eh? <laughs> that's right. Might as well get started. Okay, so uh, as we know, everybody loves zombie games. Now, uh, if you haven't heard of it, uh, there's a uh, Amra Two. Uh, it's an online first-person shooter for the PC, uh, it does have a free-to-play portion, which you can have your expansion packs for more stuff you can uh, you can pay for. But with this mod, some guys have sat down and made this game into uh, a zombie survival game. But they've done it uh, about as real as you can get with it because the way Amra is set up is the only thing you can carry is what you can carry. So if you pick up supplies from people, whatever. So when they did this mod, you have to eat. You have to deal with water. You can... You have to deal with the fact that you have other people in this game, because they're still doing the test phase, so there's a lot of glitches and stuff to it for this mod, but you have to deal with the fact that you might get a group of people that are a bunch of survivors trying to work together, or you might have somebody setting traps so they can steal your stuff. Wait, wait. Why have I never heard of Arma 2? Neither have I. I, honestly, until I come across this, I hadn't heard about it, and the only reason why I haven't played it is just because my mouse died, so I'm having to use the air mouse that I got to uh, review. Yeah, you know, trying to play a video game with that thing needing a mouse, not going to happen. <laughs> like, really? But, like, there are games out there that people are playing mass, like massive amounts of, of that I haven't heard of before? Well, this is a first-person shooter, and it's about competitive play online, so it's not something you'd really look at, Sergio, because you don't like playing stuff multiplayer online. But I'd like to I'd like to think that I'm at least informed. You know, like, I know what Combat Arms is. I don't play Combat <laughs> Arms. Well, see, at first when I heard this in Arma, I was thinking it was America's Army 2, because I remember that come out, and I got to looking at this. I was like, oh, no, that's not America's Army. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like uh, on one of the sites, uh, the the guy that's really bringing it up, he does like a couple of twenty minute videos that show him working with other guys trying to take care of this. And I mean, people are getting hurt, so you're having to throw bandages on them. Or shoot, there was a place they got bum rushed, and they were just like, "Sorry, dude, I'm out. He's dead. We oh, can't wow. help him." Yeah, so it was like pretty much. Uh, Straight up survival, survival. It was, you know, 
You look out for everybody, but it's still yourself in the end. Huh. Well. Uh, on from a game that nobody's yeah. heard about to a game <laughs> that everybody knows about. Diablo yeah. 3. Diablo 3 came out last week. Big hoop, big hype, and full of problems. Did, now, well, did you expect anything other than full of problems? Well, actually, yeah. From Blizzard, yeah. I mean, they, they've got a, generally a pretty good track record. So, uh, well, I mean, one of the biggest problems is the first error everybody was getting was error 37, not allowing you to log into Battle.net. And wouldn't have been so bad other than the fact that Diablo 3 is nothing but an online... You have to be connected to an online server to play, period. So that means unlike Diablo 1, where you can just sit down and play wherever you want, 15 years later, uh, if you're you know, still all about Diablo 3 in 15 years, you're not going to be able to do that. But that's been uh, one of the major gripes, but the that's not the only error. There's been about six or seven main errors that pop up when people are trying to connect in that's just, it's straight up marred their launch. Uh, like to where they had the first couple of days, half the people couldn't even play. Like you'd be lucky if you got in. Maybe you were in for a little bit, played five minutes, and then you were kicked out. It was pretty bad. Question: Has it been fixed? Uh, it has been improved. <laughs> so no. <laughs> it's been improved. It's it's a work in progress. Hmm. Uh, they, I, they've been I, making I, a lot of work just, towards it, but I just expect any giant, you know, game launch such as this that is for an online game or a game that has you connected to the internet all the time. I just expect it to be broken. I, I just expect it to, because all of them are kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but but for Blizzard, who is you know, they should be used to this. Yeah, well, see, then there's also the fact that. What was it, three weeks before, no, almost a month before the launch, they had a complete and total open beta where they were just, okay, everybody who wants, download this thing, hop on these servers this weekend and show us what's going on. Didn't show up. Well, you what, know, what that means is that the players weren't betaing well enough. What do you mean? If, was, if they were, if they were they, betaing they, well enough, then the errors would have shown up. I blame the user. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Dude. I'm clearly joking. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, you better put that in because <laughs> Diablo people will come hunt you down. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, but I mean, uh, it's, it's getting better. They're working on it, though. Yeah, maybe they should have did more open betas because um, I know at least with the... Uh, the Star Wars game, they did a bunch of them. Uh, I, I think the well, last few weeks I, were more open than the previous ones, but they did a lot of uh, of uh, beta testing. Well, the thing is, though, this didn't come up in the betas. This come up with the retail versions. So there was something in the coding for the retail version. Oh, so that's the... That were off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I didn't know that was a difference. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's it's the retail launch that started because they didn't have any of these problems pop up that they mentioned about or there wasn't any in the forums or anything on Diablo 3. So launch night, you know, people show up, pick up their midnight launch of Diablo, run home, and they can't play. So 
still pretty rough. These problems will be fixed. The people will be able to play the game that they bought. It's it's a bummer, but they're going to play the game. They're probably going to play the game a lot, like nine times. <laughs> so I'm not really too worried about this. You know? yeah, well, yeah. Uh, speaking of changes in trilogies, uh, everybody's looking forward to Assassin's Creed 3 coming out. I am. This guy, this guy is. This guy is. You mean the fifth, is. the fifth, third one, the <laughs> Assassin's Creed? No, no, no actual Assassin's Creed. Nine. You're not dealing with Ezio anymore. Ezio, Ezio, what's his e- name? E- Ezio. Ezio. I haven't even played the second e- one. But uh, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Three, if you don't know, takes place during the American Revolution. You have a fellow that's uh, half Native American, and they started releasing videos of how his free roaming is gonna do. Because, as you know, during the American Revolution, we didn't have these really tall buildings and places and these huge, huge cities that everybody got used to. Well, he'll get to where he can be in the trees in the woods. So, you'll actually be able to ninja it up. So to speak. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I was kind of worried about, was how are they going to have him jumping in, into carts of hay? <laughs> <laughs> There's no buildings to jump off of, but if if they can seamlessly or, or or believably put him in trees, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's not going to be the same, man. Well, I, and I think that's what they're going for. They've done they've done enough of the same. Yeah, uh, they got to have something different. But so. but it is certain things you expect to have in in the game, and that's probably one of the most memorable things of the series is the whole tower climbing and jumping off into whatever, you know. Yeah. As long as I can, like, jump off of a tree and put a tomahawk in the back of some dude's head, I'll be okay. Well, they did show gameplay of that, so you'll be so, able to do it. Okay. I'll, I'll I mean, be buying Assassin's Creed 3. What, what, what do you guys think about the whole graphic depiction of, um, you know, the him killing the redcoats and, you know. Is that any different from him killing the, the Knights Templar? I they're, mean, they're white people. <laughs> Maybe. Well, the Knights Templar were white people. But, but no, they were brown people. The Knights Templar from Europe were white people. You, the Knights. Templar. Oh yeah, in in Italy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going back to like Assassin's Creed One. My bad. Even Assassin's Creed One, the Knight Templars were from Italy and France. That game set in Jerusalem, though. Yeah, but the Knights Templar are English, you know, are British, French, German, I thought you were an Italian actor, Knights. Not a history major. You have to know all that stuff. <laughs> no, you don't. There's uh, <sighs> some of the stuff I've had to research for. Yes, I've had to know that stuff. Well, well I have no problem with them killing redcoats. Like. It, 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 it's part of the game, you know, whatever game you're playing, people are dying, so. I don't even know why anybody would be upset about that. How many times have we had video games where it's been nothing but white people dying all the time anyway? Well, I'm just trying to look at it from the point of view of, of, of uh, Britain or whatever. Um, if, if they came out a game that, you know, showed America's getting mowed down, I'm sure we'd have some issues with it. But it's called Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it's different when it's American on American crime. Black on black crime. 
When it's your people doing it, it's different. Come on. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's it's not. I don't know. I mean, we don't really have Germany crying out from the World War Two games that've been coming out. It's not that I've heard. Well, don't uh, they like uh, localize all that crap anyway? <laughs> they, they, they they turn all the Nazis into Hydra. <laughs> Oh, man, what's going on with this Tekken movie, man? Yeah. Okay, so if you're lucky you didn't watch the uh, the live-action Tekken movie, if you were unlucky and you did, get ready. Because um, first off, I love my B-movies, okay? I love watching B-movies. Sometimes they're a lot of fun. Sometimes it's fun just to watch and pick them apart. And then sometimes they're just so horrendous, you're just going, I'll never get that time of my life back. Ooh, ooh, bowl. The... The Tekken, yeah, basically, as I put it, it's like they tried out Uwe Bowl, Uwe Bowl. Like, they took the source material <laughs> of Tekken. Of the Say it three times, man. Uwe, Uwe Bowl, Uwe, no. Uwe Bowl, Uwe Bowl, But it's like they tried to take the entire uh, conical story of Tekken, like what it's about, and they completely changed it all to hell. Like... Just stupid. Didn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, I can understand changing stuff for a movie compared to a book or a game, but then they're just sometimes just like that requires a a word of expletives that I'm not going to say here since we're live. <laughs> Classy. Um, but Crystal Sky, which is the production company that was uh, one of the main parts behind the first one, have a prequel coming out. And they have stated they plan to, for this to be part of a Tekken movie franchise. Uh, no. So, Nobody needs this. Nobody no. needs this. No, no, that's the reason why I was putting this out so that way it's a warning. It's a warning for you. Because the first Tekken movie, it, it debuted in Singapore in theaters, and it was so bad and so horrible that when it came to Japan as well as the States, it was just straight to DVD. There was not even a tr- an attempt at a movie, movie theater release. It was like, it, it, uh, it debuted in Singapore. What, what more do we need to know? Yeah, yeah, that's all you have to say. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a Harada, the guy that's in charge of uh, producing the Tekken games, he distanced himself the hell away from this. He's like, this thing sucks. Uh-uh. Like, he was not too happy with it. Hmm. Well, so, I'm not going to watch it. I'll do my part. I mean, the one thing I will say for the the first live-action movie was the fight sequences. They did a really good job. They were entertaining. They were fun. The characters at least fought in the same type of styles that they have in the games. But as far as story and how the char- people interacted with each other, it's like, uh, no. <laughs> it's bad. But uh, speaking of something that's kind of bad... Well, no, let's talk about something that's great. The Avengers. Oh, yeah. Sergio. I wasn't here for your Avengers podcast. That movie's dope. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Go pretty watch good. It. I had issues with it, but it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, so concerning the movie, uh, Jamie Burke created a petition at change.org to get Marvel to apologize and permanently... Uh, exclude a joke from the movie. Now, the joke is concerning a part when uh, Thor is talking to Black Widow, 
and uh, Black Widow is basically saying how bad spoilers, minor spoiler, how bad Loki is. <laughs> spoiler, and, um, he's a bad guy. And and, and, and Thor replies uh, that he's adopted. So they are trying to get Marvel to, like I said before, apologize and, and pull the joke from the movie. To me, this is just dumb. I'm not adopted, so I don't really know how it would feel to a person that is adopted, but I would think that any non-crazy person would just see this as just, you know, throwaway humor in a movie. Well, the, the way I see it is, yeah, if you're adopted, that that kind of sucks. You know, yeah. like, that, that, that joke is aimed at you and does make it seem as if being adopted makes you less of a person. But, is <laughs> no. the, it, 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 yes, it is. Like, oh, well, no. it's okay. He's adopted, so he's not actually. No, that, that's, that joke has been around for centuries. That joke has been around since. Let me let me at least finish what I was gonna say. It's a PG-13 movie. That type of joke belongs in a PG-13 movie. Okay, if it was PG or G, okay, fine, that's a problem. But it's PG-13. You expect that kind of crap. Just like when Tony Stark gets hit in the face and you hear him say, "Oh shit," you know, like yeah. You know, Things are going to be allowed in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously like uh, Thor's attempt to distance himself from his brother because, you know, at first, you know, he does, like, I think the line before that he does state that it is his brother and he wants to save him or whatever. But then, you know... Uh, so maybe people in two days. Yeah, after, yeah. after Black Widow says his stuff, he just tries to distance himself from him. And, you know... it. I mean, I remember that joke in the movie, and they got a good laugh. So, like Sergio said before, it sucks for the people who are, but, you know, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. Well, I mean, for the longest time, that joke was used because it helped to explain why it is someone would act Hey, hey, uh, your Canadian internet is just screwing up. <laughs> you are, too. Huh. No, you yeah, sure? Yeah, James, oh. I, I think there's something going on with your internet, man. We might have a... <laughs> uh, that's up. Sounds like your headset battery might be crapping out. Oh, I can fix that. Hold on a sec. But uh, moving on, more Marvel news. Uh, Marvel Heroes uh, video debut came out either today or yesterday. Uh, I saw it today, so... Uh, yeah, it's a Marvel MMO, which would be free-to-play. Isn't that a, like a Facebook game? Uh, no. Uh, I, I watched the trailer, and it, it looked a lot like City of Heroes, if you've ever seen that. Uh, forget, th forget this, the creator is the guy who created Diablo. What? Is, is the guy behind it. Uh, really? Da David Brivik. And the company is Gazillion Entertainment. So, yeah, I mean, I watched the trailer, and it looks a lot like Diablo, man. Hmm. He has the top-down view. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make another Marvel Ultimate Alliance game. <laughs> I, I, I have no interest in playing an MMO with Thor, but... I don't know, man. Watch the trailer. It looks pretty good, man. I'm excited about it. And I hate MMO, so... <laughs> <laughs> I may. I may. 
So, James, are you, are you in? Are you here? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. You, okay. Said you were quiet there for a minute, so I wasn't sure if... Yeah. Well, I was letting you guys finish, you know. You were yeah. talking. Okay. Uh, well, it, it was rumored a few weeks ago that, that Microsoft was going to start this really bogus thing <laughs> where uh, they would sell you an Xbox 360 for $99 and then put you on, like, a cell phone contract on it. And where you would, you know, have like a two-year contract where you would pay for Xbox Live for two years at like fourteen ninety-nine a month, and apparently all that stuff is, is true. Uh, starting right now, yeah, four, four, or fifteen dollars a month for two years. Um, Wouldn't that mean you're paying more for your Xbox Live than you would otherwise? I mean, That's obviously, correct. if you're playing on a on a plan, they're gonna make you pay a little bit more. But people have done the math, and it's only probably about forty bucks more, which really isn't that bad if you want an Xbox on a budget. Uh, the, right. the, bad, the bad thing about it is you're locked in for two years. So. It's called used system. Uh, That's on the budget. But not th- there's a lot of people who aren't going to buy used. Josh Alcaraz. <laughs> That's right. I know you're watching. Uh, but no, like it's Diablo. <laughs> like it's a really weird thing to do this late in the generation. But if you look at it as them testing the waters for the next generation, it makes more sense. Think about what if the next Xbox launches, and you can buy it for $99. Man, everyone would have one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're doing. They're just mm-hmm. testing the waters for the next generation. Yeah, which, you, buy, you know... Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, and like even like this generation one right now, uh, they said they wanted, wanted it to last 10 years, and so did uh, PlayStation, so, so did Sony, so... I mean, if you think about it, for a console that's supposedly is going to last 10 years, it's not really a bad deal at all. Yeah, yeah, it, because it, th- these consoles have already lasted longer than they were initially expected to last, and the next consoles, I'm sure, will last even longer. So, 99 bucks with a $15 charge is not that bad if, if, if you're doing that in lieu of a $700 console. Definitely, definitely. But right now, this generation, it seems like madness. Like, why, why, why would you do that? Well, I mean, yeah. if it's just in the waters, I can understand that. But, yeah. like, yeah, but, you know, you, but, you're doing it this late in the game. It's like, uh, you're going to make me spend more than what I would otherwise if I bought the system and then got the live? Mm. Yeah, like, who walks into a Microsoft store? In the first <laughs> Two, who walks into a Microsoft store and says, Ooh, a contract for an Xbox? <laughs> Sign me up. Nobody. Yeah. No, no, nobody. If you're playing an Xbox 360 online, you are already doing that. Like, if you want to, you're already doing it. Pretty much, so, yeah. Agreed. We'll Let's talk about Bungie. Oh, yeah, so moving on to Bungie. the Bungie story. So, uh, uh, because of the uh, Activision... Um, Litigation with Affinity Ward. Uh, some 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 information about Bungie's ten-year deal with Activision. Activision has come out, and uh, 
supposedly the first game that they're going to release uh, from what is purported to be a what four game trilogy. Well, not trilogy, but four game span uh, is <laughs> four game trilogy. It's <laughs> like Assassin's Creed. Well, the the first game, yeah, it's like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> the the first game is going to be um, is supposed to be Xbox exclusive, which is pretty crazy since they just left Microsoft. But each game after that is should be for every console. But, well, uh, now, now these. Games in a sequence, or are these just this, this similar? This supposed to be uh, the same uh, in the same universe. Okay, because I mean, if they're games in a sequence and they just release it on the 360 for the first one, that release. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's going to be one that they just it just has uh, exclusivity for a, a, you know a year or so, but. According to these documents, it is only supposed to be on Xbox, at least uh, from launch. Mass <coughs> uh, <Best> Effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it, but it's kind of cool to see that they do have the roadmap map planned out uh, already for the next ten years. Which every year they should be filling in the gaps with uh, DLC to to keep everything going. Um, what do you guys even think about Bungie trying to do the multi-console thing with Activision? Do you think they'll be able to pull it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- that, that I'm not worried about. Like, this just sounds like a dangling uh, contract is what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It, it could have changed. Uh, so, I don't know. Just to keep yeah, I think they can do it. Like, couldn't be that hard. Hire a few PlayStation 3 dudes, put them in a corner, say change all this stuff to PS3 and move on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if they do a game like every two years, you know, I could, you know, that would be perfect time timing for them to be able to get it out on every system. Yeah, and it, everyone else does it. So, and and they'll have the support of Activision, who is boss at doing it. So, yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll branch the studios like they've done with um, the whole Call of Duty stuff? Probably not as as like since they're skipping the year, they probably won't have to. So and and because Bungie is its own entity, you know, they're not owned by Activision. But I don't know, man. They they don't have experience on every platform, which I'm sure they're bringing in people to help them out with that. But you know, it'll be interesting, not the least. Oh, what if it comes out for Wii U? Well, apparently this Nintendo will have more power than the previous one, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they did release uh, some pictures today saying, showing that the Wii U controller would have full-on uh, analog sticks and not nubs. Hmm. Those slide pads are actually kind of nice. I'm not saying I would prefer them, but I would I would have been okay with them. Well, uh, they've got Aliens Colonial Marines is going to come out for the Wii U as well, and they're going to use the the main controller. That screen is going to be your motion tracker, so you'd always have it right there instead of having to pull it out. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I I hate to admit that I'm intrigued by the Wii U. (laughs) You know you love the Wii, man. It's, It's embarrassing. Well, it depends on what they do with the Wii U, but, I mean, they're already kind of stepping up a little bit because Darksiders 2 is going to come out on it. Aliens Colonial Marines is coming out on it. And those are two uh, more uh, 
Is it Dark Side titles? The clone. Da- what? Isn't that no Dark Siders two? No, that's the one with like death in it. It's a, what, what's what's the Zelda clone? That's a, oh wait oh I thought you said Dota clone. I was like that's not a Dota clone. No 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 Zelda yeah. Zelda. Okay yes it's Zelda clone yeah yeah. It's so also a Portal clone. Uh oh. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, hey, you're going from Bungie to Halo 4. Yeah, from Bungie to the new studio, 343, which, uh, yeah, so every, I know everyone wanted a Halo movie to come out. It never happened. Um, nope. But uh, up for the Halo 4 release, there's going to be a web miniseries, uh, which will be five 15-minute installments called Halo 4 Forward unto done and this is going to be basically filler for up until the game so it's going to coincide directly with the uh, the game that's going to be released this fall um, and I heard somewhere else that the if you get the exclusive or the uh, what you call it the 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 uh, the pre-order special mm-hmm. edition the, the yeah special edition bundle of Halo 4 you'll get like a extra 90 minute extended cut something thing with it. So, yeah, this is kind of interesting. Um, they're going to have to put a lot of money in this and, and produce it really well or they're going to get a lot of flack for it. Which, if it's anything like their commercials that they've been doing, it's going to be good, in my opinion. Yeah. Was uh, was the Halo anime any good? Uh, they made <laughs> an anime? I didn't even hear about that one. Yeah, uh... <laughs> You, you know what? It was so disjointed because what they did, um, they had like, I think it was 10 independent stories that they all kind of melded together and all of it had different art and different animation style. Like and the Animatrix? Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. But okay. it, it, all the stories were like side stories, so it didn't, wasn't necessarily the same storyline throughout all of them. It was just weird. It was different. I mean, it was okay. It, to me, it wasn't great. I would have much prefer just one uh, concise story instead of them kind of being all over the place, but yeah, it was alright. Well, then here you go. Here's one concise story. I <laughs> it doesn't suck. In live action. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs. Oh. It's <laughs> set uh, in Kansas City. The what? The <laughs> is Chiefs. that what it says? The Chiefs. Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about dice. Dice is next. Yeah. So, 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 Sergio, who, who dice? What kind of games do they make? They their chief their chief export is Battlefield games. They they also yeah. do everything else EA needs them to do. <laughs> yeah. So dice saying that going forward on Windows, uh, they're probably going to be doing more. Uh, sticking to s- limiting their releases to 64-bit versions of Windows. Uh, the obvious reasons for this is uh, the way memory is addressed in um, in the 64-bit version, and also um, better vir- virtual addressing, whatever that is. So, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they haven't done this already because, I mean. 32-bit is very limited as far as resources. It makes yeah. sense, man. Like, I mean, like, technologically, it makes sense. 
But there's a lot of consumers out there who still have 32-bit systems. But but everything yeah. that's come out in the last two three years has been 64-bit. You got to probably search hard to find a 32-bit system new off the off the lines lately, uh, especially with all the dual core stuff that's been coming out in the last what four to five years. But I mean, I mean. My <laughs> I mean, one, I'll say this about it. Like, I have a friend. I won't name his name. But he uh, made, got this souped-up system, put 16 gigs of memory on it, and wound up installing 32-bit windows and can't even use it. Was so, it Carl? I mean, it was Carl, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with, 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 with 32-bit windows, you can only do up to 4 gigs, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, 64 is very much needed. If it'll make make uh, help the developers to make better games, I think they should just do a cutoff point because uh, everything is like I say, everything is coming out now. It is 64 bits, so I mean, if you have anything older than that, you're probably not going to be able to run the games that come out today anyway. Well, so so I think it's so a good when, cutoff point. So what you're saying is Dice is drawing a line in the sand. Yes, yes, very right. much needed. <laughs> it's very it's very odd for them to do that. It, like, sure they have Battlefield Three. It's huge. They, you know, there's a lot of people playing that on PC. But I wouldn't call Dice the number one or even close to the number one PC developer. So for them to be like, no, we're gonna cut everybody else off is odd to me. Yeah, but I I think you'll see a lot of other studios, you know, start to do the same thing because you know. It's probably it's it's one thing if we saw say Activision or EA doing that, but to see Dice do it, like um, jumping the gun there, aren't you, buddy boy? Yeah. Like, well, like I said, you you I I promise you, you'll see more studios make start to make the same decision going forward. I agree. I agree. Like it's it's gonna happen. Right. Hmm. Well, let's see. What's next? What what about? You got some delays. Hey, so uh, you guys, uh, have you heard? No more games are coming out this year. <laughs> uh, there's gonna be Assassin's Creed Three and Halo Four. That's it. And I'm sure there's a Call of Duty. Like, but if you want anything else, just wait till 2013 because everything has been delayed. Would you like a list? Yeah, uh, I've prepared yeah, a list. Give us a list. You've taken painstaking uh, measures to build. Uh, <laughs> yes. What's the For First off, uh, South Park the Game. I know that's not a big deal, but it, it was supposed to be a huge RPG. Uh, Nobody developed. cares. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> whoa, whoa, calm down. South Park the Game is delayed. That's probably because of layoffs, but we're not going to get into that. That's a different news story. Alien Colonial Marines, game you mentioned earlier, James has also yes. been pushed to 2013. Um, I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, the long-awaited reboot uh, of Tomb Raider has been pushed to 2013 uh, by IDOS. Mm. Uh, apparently, they're not done with it. Right. Didn't they show that at last E3? Yes, they did. They showed a, a impressive demo. All these at, <laughs> yeah, all, like all of these are definitely were supposed to be out this year. Um Devil May Cry is coming out next year. I don't know if that ever had a date or if they ever said it was coming out in 2012, but they've hinted that it was, you know, almost done, and apparently not. It's coming out 2013. But the biggest, the 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 like the marquee 2012 title that everyone and their mothers waiting on, Bioshock Infinite. Yes, 
Bioshock Infinite has been pushed to 2013. To 2013. Not to to mention games that never had release dates, like XCOM. Like, XCOM, who knows when that's coming out. 2013 is what we hear, so... (laughs) Like, be save your money, because this year's a wash. Just buy Halo Four and wait till next year. So, so have they given all these release dates, or they just pushed them to sometime in 2013, or sometime? Some, yeah, some (laughs) of them have release dates, uh, but most of them are very vague. Yeah, we're not done yet. Expected next year. Jeez, that sucks. Now, in related yet unrelated news, because Bioshock Infinite is pushed to 2013, 2013, rumor has it that um, Take-Two or 2K Games is going to announce that GTA is coming out this year to Mm. kind of replace it on the schedule because without Bioshock shipping, they don't have a huge name game coming out in the fall. Was that originally slated for 2013? They have not released. <laughs> they've not released any time frames for for GTA. But typically, Rockstar does not release two games a year, and Max Payne just came out. Yeah, which is doing quite well, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm still I'm still saying GTA is coming out in 2013, but <laughs> I would not be surprised if at E3 they were like, "Guess what? This year." Hmm. Yeah, well, we should have had a drinking game every time we said 2013. <laughs> take, a, <laughs> take a drink, take a sip. Uh, they wouldn't make it through the rest of the cast. Ah, so that, that rounds up the news, right? Yes, it does. Got? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say again, I watched The Avengers, and it was great. Again, I wasn't here. That that movie's great. You need to go see that movie. And it was a bunch of money. It wasn't perfect. It it might as well have been. Dude. But we're not... But, 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 but let's, talk about, let's talk about the money it's made, though. I don't think oh, we talked about that. Bananas. Let's see. Where does it stand right now? I can well, yeah. Paper is just standing Office. on at the moment. <laughs> Mojo.com. Yeah, this should be close to the highest grossing movie by now. It is currently number five. Million? $463 million. Domestically, That's crazy. Well, where does it stand for its opening weekend? Uh, number one, dude. Hunger Games isn't far behind, though. Uh, of course, it's been out longer, but it's it. No, no. I mean, behind. as far as like the opening oh. weekend records, it, it is num- it number one. It is yeah, hands so. down number one. It beat. It, oh, it beat hands Harry down for Yeah, it beat Harry Potter by like sixty million dollars. Like, okay, blew it out of the water. Mm. Um. And it's expected. Let's see, it's at four thirty or four sixty three now. It will be past the Phantom Menace, probably by the end of the week. Like it's, it will be top three, top four. It's projected to pass the Dark Knight, which is crazy. Yes, be thrown the Dark Knight, please. Go, go watch it. Go watch it again. Is any of those parts that you didn't like? They're Sergio. just as good the second time. How many times have you watched it? <laughs> I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Dude. I would say it a third time, but no one wants to go see it with me. Like, <laughs> but if is anybody watching and you want to go see uh, the Avengers, like, I don't know if it's worth seeing it twice. Now, call me. Come on, call me. So I've gone and watched movies myself before. 
No, no, I'm not. I'm not that guy. Pardon me, one ticket for the Avengers, please. <laughs> that's, that, you go to the the midday man day if you're gonna go by yourself. Again, I worked as a projectionist for a bunch of years, so I don't care. And, I got and, used to seeing the movie by myself. And and you wear a hood, you know, so people no. can't recognize you. You just like oh, mumble. Theater alone. Like yeah, man, one ticket. One ticket. One ticket. <laughs> Do you need one, sir? Walk into the theater and it's full and like, um, are there any? Is there anyone here that's that's by themselves? We have an empty seat on this row. <laughs> please stand you up. Please. Like that. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm gonna talk about what I'm playing. <laughs> or, uh, let's see. I, I played through and wrote a review for Prototype Two. And after I wrote the review, I read it, and I realized that it sounds really mean. Yeah, you got some feedback that said it was very biased. But Really? Did you see that? Yes, you did. It, it, <laughs> what do you mean, biased? I don't know. That's what the, that's what the comment said. Oh, I have not seen the comment. So, let's How get was it biased? Some, I said let's it get some terrible. feedback live on the show. Let's see. Bye. I'll read I, it. I love the game. Okay. You, you read it. Okay. Adrian writes, Bias review. I love the game. If you played the first one, you'd obviously observe that the control system is way easier. Storyline was great. Plus, the ending was beautiful. How do you contrast the similarities in the sequel? Did that hurt the storyline? No. By Prototype 2, it should be game of the year. Again. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, How do you respond to that? Sergio? Bias review, dude? Game of the year? <laughs> I, like, that I'm sounds biased. <laughs> like, I'm glad, Adrian, I'm glad you enjoyed the game. Okay, If you spent $60 on it and you enjoyed it, fantastic. However, it's not as good as the first one. <laughs> It it just isn't. The, the the controls were just as clumsy, if not worse. The the storyline was great if you like B movies. So James played his game. Uh, wow. And the character of Heller, as I said in the review, is like it's like watching a Fifty Cent movie. Uh oh. <laughs> like, because of the just thrown out. Pointless, just, just, just pointless vulgarity. It's like I, I appreciate a bad word as much as anyone else, but there's no need to like after you consume a guy, tell him that he you did something to his mom. Like there's no reason for that. I mean, okay, let me ask you this. So is it a natural extension of the first game, pretty much the same but a little bit better, or is it just I mean goes in completely in the wrong direction? It, it that it doesn't go in a different direction at all. It, so it's just the first game with a two strapped to the end of it. So you would say it's prototype two, more prototyping. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. The prototype of prototype. Just enough to where it's not quite. An it's not what? Quite a what? It's like there's just enough there to where it's not just an expansion pack. Had had they released a five-hour episode? for Prototype 1 that starred Heller, they could have cut a lot of the filler out of Prototype 2, had 
you know, a just a nice compact story to attach to Prototype 1, but they didn't add enough to Prototype 2 to really make it amazing. So I, I don't know how you call it a biased review. Like, usually bias would mean that I would like it for no reason. This is, I hate it for several reasons. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate that game. It was fun. So, so you hate it for no reason, man. <laughs> no, it, it, I don't hate it. It's just, it, it, it should be better. You know, if you like the first one, you'll like the second one, but don't expect it to blow your mind. Or be game of the year. should have done more. Yeah. Uh, I'm also playing, right now I'm currently playing, Captain America Super Soldier. If, if uh, anything you'd be biased about. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I love Captain America. But it's... This one, I was expecting to be garbage. Because Uh-oh. it's a licensed game. Cause that, and Fan it's boy. a Sega game, so it's like two strikes. Fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm biased in that I don't think Sega can make good games anymore. Uh, and it's not bad. It's, it's, it's not great, but it's basically a Batman Arkham Asylum clone. Where you play as Captain America and really? he punches people in slow motion like Batman. And then he throws a shield at them as if it's a Batarang. You know, and then he does super soldier stuff like punch the ground and there's a shockwave, you know. Pretty generic, but if you like Batman Arkham, Arkham Asylum and you've already played through both Batman games, uh, you can get a decent amount of fun out of Captain America Super Soldier. But again, it's not going to... It doesn't set a new bar for licensed gamers and games or anything. Does it pretty much just st- uh, follow along the storyline of the movie, or is it like... Totally st- no. Th- that section of Captain America uh, in the movie where... It's basically like uh, a montage of him going through killing people and, you know, taking bases. This takes place during that period. So Bucky Barnes is alive. Um, you're going around with dumb, dumb Dugan and, and, you know, doing missions like that. So Now, okay, go with me here, people. Okay. This would be the perfect game for a connect dance sequence. If you are doing the Captain America stage show stuff in the game. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Someone someone should get Marvel on the line. <laughs> oh, man. Cool beans. Hmm. Well, actually, that might be... That might, well, we have some feedback. It's feedback? Yeah, that's... Let's, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about, about this. All right, cool. Yeah, we got uh, a, tw- uh, a, 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 a DM from, on, uh, on Twitter from at uh, Reg Levy, and um, she sent us a video showing um, a YouTube video, which is, if you guys haven't seen this, you, sh- you should check it out. It's pretty funny. Uh, this <laughs> video is just like a montage of all, how all the different directors would do Titanic. And it's it's pretty hilarious. I mean, it has some J.J. Abrams Linda flares in there. It has some uh, Michael Bay explosions. 
Uh, just check it out if you have a chance. I promise you, you'll laugh. The name of the video is Titanic Super 3D, and uh, I'll drop the link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, when when those people are jumping out of Titanic and hitting the water, exploding, <laughs> uh, that was so funny. Yeah, that video is pretty great. And uh, another thing I just wanted to briefly talk about uh, is just some of the feedback we've gotten on the C Spire uh, streaming tier pricing structure thing. Uh, and pretty much most of the comments we've been getting is uh, people pretty much uh, reiterating what we say is that it's a bunch of crap. And, you know, it's poorly marketed. So. Uh, we'll drop that link also in the show notes so you can uh, check it out. And if you're a C-SPIRE customer, you should definitely read it because it has some good information there. And I think they just turned that on. Are you a C-SPIRE customer, Sergio? Unfortunately. Uh, did they just turn until it on? 2013, until 2013. Oh, man, they got you just like the Xbox. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, they, they haven't informed me, like, Formally, that they turned it on, but they keep saying it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. So it's possible it could be turned on. I'm just not streaming anything, so I don't. Yeah. I mean, what I've heard is that uh, people they they did a little uh, grandfathering in of people that you know have had contracts before. But if you get a new phone, I think they're forcing you to upgrade to the mm-hmm. plans. So I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. I'm pretty sure we'll get a lot more feedback before it's all said and done because. Uh, when you do a search on that, our article is coming up pretty high, so I'm yeah. sure we'll get some more uh, hits on that. Yeah, like every I drive to work every single day, and that billboard says "infinite data." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Ass liars!" Oh no! <laughs> so yeah. uh, it just it bugs me so bad, it's so bad. Like if, if they didn't market it as. In yeah, data, it wouldn't bug me as much. Yeah, it's all in spin, man. It's all in spin. They they did a horrible job of doing it. Cause I mean, they basically tried to come out looking like you know, the good guys, you know, and yeah, it's just it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one one other uh, thing I'll just say right quick. Like one other person said uh, that when he got his phone, he got little information on this at all. And they just tried to make it seem like it was all good to go, and you know they they didn't tell him, they didn't like explain this in the least. But and he was pretty furious about it. So yeah, I mean, obviously we'll see more of this going forward, and you know it'll be interesting to see how they're going to do the LTE network, should which should be available in Hattiesburg uh, uh, near the end of the year. So. Hopefully, they'll have some type of plan to go along with that, which isn't so bad. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like, what what am I trying to say, Clarence? I don't know. What are you trying to say there? What I'm trying to say is, oh, look, there's Carl. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even installed installed the plugin yet. (laughs) <laughs> from the new computer. <laughs> wow. Oh no. Hmm. Wow. I really. The second we finish the podcast, <laughs> the absolute second. 
like I, I was watching you on YouTube and saw it said Josh was, I was trying to find Josh. I was like, oh, I got a few minutes. Maybe I can get in there. So what's been going on, man? What you been playing? Give us a rundown. I'm still playing Team Fortress. Uh, <laughs> uh, for some reason, I can't get um, Mirror's Edge. Not Mirror's Edge. Well, I thought I had Mirror's Edge. Uh, Portal 2 to work. It keeps, <laughs> it keeps blue screen in my system for some reason. You overclocking? Nope. Not leaving it. Uh, let me find that window. I'm echoing. Like, it just gives a blue screen area. Something with the multi-cores or something. It, the blue, like, before it finishes doing the dump, I can see, see it talking about something... Um, couldn't do an interrupt on one of the mo one of the cores, and then it crashes. So it's weird. Hmm. That's weird. But yeah, I'm not overclocking. I'm thinking about doing it because I've been checking it, watching the um, you know, little system monitor thing, and I'm talking man, it's it's ridiculous the um, how good the liquid cooling is working. I think a lot of people either either is either those i five, i threes, i sevens, which I think I have heard are very create a lot of heat. Cause everyone else, or older chips, cause everyone else who has this cooler, are talking about you know they're they're happy and proud of their 30 de 30 degrees Celsius, um, you know system idle temperatures. Man, I'm getting like six degrees Celsius idle. This this thing is six degrees above freezing. That so like, oh like I need to overclock this thing. If it's if it's that cold, I should be able to you know maximize like crazy. So. So I'm assuming that must be the main perk of the bulldozer um, architecture, whatever AMD is calling it. A lot of people are complaining that they're saying that, you know, last gen was actually faster or a little more, I guess, uh, efficient. But I'm assuming they were able to get more, get the same work done with a lower wattage or power need. So if that's the case, then if if I was to, I guess, equate, you know, change my V-Core or whatever, adjust those settings and, have it outputting the same amount of heat or using the same amount of wattage, then I would assume it would get, you know, much better, you know, output. But it's doing everything I need right now, I'm not converting any video yet. Um, haven't, I got enough memory for the virtual machine, so I haven't started that yet either. But but once I get that started and once I see something go slow, then I overclock it. It's easy to overclock it. The, if I go overclock it right here, I don't even have to go into my BIOS to do it. So. So Carl, let me ask you about the about the whole um, dice cutting off uh, 32-bit users uh, with their engine going forward. Do you think that's a good idea? What do you What do you have to say about the whole situation? I think so. If, I'm pretty sure if you're still playing good-looking PC games, I'm pretty sure you don't have a 32-bit OS. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Because <laughs> what's, what's the main thing everyone keeps pushing? Man, I got this great graphics card. I got this CPU. I got 16 gigs of RAM. Unless you Henry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't going to say his name, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Henry. Why did, why did, it, why did Henry get 32-bit? He, he built his computer when Windows 7... And yeah, Vista was out. He should he should have been had a sixty four bit version. Like I even have Windows XP sixty four bit. You know they they did they gave me a free upgrade. Like Microsoft was like you if you want a sixty four bit, give us your product key for your thirty two bit and we'll send you the sixty four bit disc. So I've had sixty four bit since XP. So Yeah. <laughs> Kinda weird. And RAM is so cheap. Eight gigs is forty bucks. That's, but DDR3 1600, like, good stuff. Yeah, oh, looking to do an upgrade. <laughs> but well, I still got an actual dedicated video card. 
Are, are we past the point where DDR2 is cheap? Like, is, is that now, like, passe, and it now costs, like, $900? Oh, no, it hasn't reached DDR1 prices yet, but it is pretty much, I'd say, double pay uh, for DDR3. So, like, 4 gigs of DDR3 for 20 bucks would be 40 bucks DDR2. And 80 bucks, <laughs> probably 60 or 80 bucks for a DDR1. That's yeah. disgusting. Might as well upgrade your mobile, man. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cheaper to just do that. And if you really want to be cheap, get you a, a fifteen, twenty, thirty dollar micro ATX board that supports DDR three. Or I could, I could do that and then move my two over. Okay, never mind. Thinking out loud. Well, they do make boards that support two and three. You can only use one, you know, or the other. So if you want to do a slow transition, you could get that board, put everything on it, and then. When you feel like it, buy some more RAM. You know, if 40 bucks is, you know, out of the budget range at the moment. So, like, I'm thinking about doing that for my wife. I just realized that uh, her budget computer I built for is still running off of DDR2. But, thankfully, she has, an AM, uh, she has an AM2 processor and a PCI Express video card. So, only thing I have to get rid of is the RAM. I can bring everything over. So, <laughs> so I'm probably going to do that for her. Uh, for AM3 plus, uh, AMP, AM3 plus uh, C, uh, slot. I'm glad I read somewhere that AMD says it's backward compatible with AM2. Oh, I see an extra square up there. Is somebody coming? No, or not. <laughs> Apparently, Dead Mouse has joined. <laughs> oh, so man, my camera's not working. Spent <laughs> uh, all that time setting up your camera, and it's not working. Listen, it, it's... I'm using a, a PSI, <laughs> PlayStation Eye right now. So it's it was working on the when I could take a snapshot and all that. Don't know why it's not working now. I'm also using a PlayStation Eye. Hit your little set, your little settings wheel uh, up there and change it. A little cog wheel up there by exit. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, so Carl. I showed this up to Sergio before we started, you know, about how my mouse had busted. I've been using this. He's like, I don't remember that. Oh, that that chat pad? <laughs> well, I see. Yeah, the one with the full keyboard so you can... Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that product you was testing. Cool. Dude, that thing yeah, looks, yeah. That thing looks like it sucks down batteries, dude. <laughs> run, no, 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 no. You didn't watch my review, dude. Big charge with lithium IO battery right there. <laughs> ah, plug and play. Uh huh. Oh yeah, here's my um, here's my little window that shows all my, all my stats um currently for some of the stats. <laughs> like, see, it's talking about 24 degrees Celsius uh for those Americans who like Fahrenheit. It's uh, 75 Fahrenheit. It's actually cooler inside the case than it is in the room. Wow. Well, thank you, you for you bragging, Carl. Appreciate basically it. attached an air conditioning unit to your. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. There's a there's a CPU, RAM. Uh, here, I can, I can screw with the clock right here. V core voltage, like everything straight from. Well, I got to unlock it first, but I'm not going to. Dude, if one of those hoses ever leaks, you're hosed. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, it's under warranty. In my other computer. I didn't have to strip anything from it that would make it not functioning. So if it does happen and I have to send it, you know, proof to Corsair for warranty purposes, then, then I still have a system to use. Wow, it's it's surprising. Like, Carl's married now. He usually can't mess with hose. 
<laughs> wow. He, he, he just took it there, folks. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. Did I? I no, I did. I didn't mess with hoes when I was single. I was a gentleman. Wow, he got quiet. <laughs> wow, that was quiet. No one, no one believes me. I'm sitting there eating my ice cream. I, I was your roommate for two years, half years, Carl. <laughs> Granted, you were not a gigolo, and you was not trying to be the pimp and player. See, that's all needs to be said. You can cut it there. <laughs> I ain't saying no more. Don't get him in trouble. He's a very live All I remember, the main thing I remember from our time was turning on the PS2. We're hearing a tool of soul and swords, and hearing Carl's chair scream back and looked out in the living room. Like, hey, what you playing? Okay, folks, we let's wrap up this broadcast. Yeah. Listen, like we're going to get Josh in here. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Carl, for 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 dropping in and bragging about your computer. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, no problem. We, we, we can hear him. We, we can't see him, but we can hear him pretty good. Thanks for completely ruining the podcast, Josh. I'm like the shadow. I'm not, I'm I'm hiding behind the curtain. Completely ruined the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the last thirty seconds of it. Yeah. So is that is but that what else? Uh, like. Is that a mixing table? Is he scratching some records there? Dead mouse. Yeah, that's the name of a band, Dead Mouse. It's just with the 5 and 7S. Ah. Well, Mr. Alcaraz, what are you here to plug? At, at, le- at least, like, show your... I, I brought a clip. Reality Breached. Reality Breached. What, what, what's, what, do we, what do we post, like, yesterday, like, last week? It was uh, a commentary. A fantastic commentary with horrible quality for a horrible movie. It fits. <laughs> the Room. The Room. Yeah. Why so serious? We, we we all suggest that you watch the room. All all three of you are on the screen, right? Right there. The room uh, isn't that uh, one of the Silent Hill games? Yeah, yeah but for the room. T- technically, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not based on that movie, but watch the room and then watch it with our commentary. The room. Uh, although we do have a sequel to the Silent Hill movies coming out. Yep, about time. Yeah, like five Silent Hill properties coming out this year, don't they? Really? 2012. With every console and a movie? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's what all the games are getting out of the way of. Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like Halo and what was it? Uh, what was the other thing that's coming out? Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty. That's it. Call of Duty, yeah. yeah. No, just more right. sequels. No original IPs. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up. All right. yeah, I can't oh, yeah. I stopped playing Diablo for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also plugging uh, Halo, uh, the last Expedition podcast, uh, Supplemental uh, Halo Wars: A True Story. You have to listen to it; it's, it's hilarious. Uh, but true, true, it's true, so, an absolutely yeah. true tale of of war and deceit, souls and swords, kind of their retold. So, what visit the site? Uh, right. What, what should they follow us, uh, Sergio? Follow, follow, follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook, circle us on uh, Google Plus, um, watch us on YouTube. Huh? Yeah. When we do these things live, and when they end up on YouTube afterwards. Uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully, can make it through this video because it's kind of long. And yeah. <laughs> and uh, what? Well, the, you said like us on Facebook, right? And I think they need it now. And their stock is dropping. 
What? what? They need this more now than ever, is what he's saying. They need need to add revenue. Like us. But uh, (laughs) tune in next time, next week, whenever that happens to be. This is the Technician Podcast. I'm Sergio. That's Carl. Oh, really? On my screen, you're pointing at yourself. And that's a huge disappointment. That's me!